All right. Welcome to Yes Mother, a podcast where we cover the A&E show, Bates Motel. Today, we are finally doing our season three wrap-up. I'm Sue. And I'm Em. And I'm Kat. doesn't realize it this is our sister Catherine aka cat aka legata mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah she's joining us and we're back this has been so fun this weekend just going into base motel again yeah it's just oh, been exciting yeah. going back and watching everything and just kind of getting back into all the fun things that Bates Motel is. Oh, being back in White Pine Bay was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun taking a little break and then coming back. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how long it took you guys, but I binged all 10 episodes in about a three day span. And it was fun just watching the season like that. It made it kind of different. Yeah, it was different. I watched. I watched the first eight in two days, and then I had took a couple days break and watched the last two yesterday. Yeah. I watched four episodes in one day and then didn't go back and watch the remaining six for, like, four or five days after that. But, yeah, two two sittings for me. Yep. Blew through them. It was fun. It was. This was a great season. And we do want to apologize for being so late and doing our wrap-up. We're we're about a month later than we kind of expected to be. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Just many excuses. Yep. <laughs> many, so many excuses. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> no need to get into all of them. But <laughs> here we are. Yes. So... So, yeah, the only feedback I see about, like, the season three wrap-up is Harold. Oh, yeah, most of our feedback was trivia questions, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Okay. Did we do enough introduction of Kat? Do people need to know anything about her? Do you have anything to say, Kat? <laughs> <laughs> what say you? <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I'm aged between these two. Yep. Um, She's Booker's mom. Yeah, I'm Booker's mom. I've been living in Wyoming with my dad, with our dad, for the past two years. And I miss my sister so much, and I listen to their podcast all the time, and it's kind of weird sitting here doing it, (laughs) because I feel like I'm just listening to it again, and I keep forgetting, oh, you should maybe talk, too. (laughs) 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 
Cat's brain is an interesting place. <laughs> so, she, yes, it is. She's going to forget that she's actually, this is live. <laughs> so, so, anyway, yeah. All right. This is your first time doing a podcast, huh? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, sweet. I'm glad it's with us. I know, me too. I'm really glad you're here. Yeah. So, okay. So, should we, um, do you want me to read Harold's or do you, do you want to do it, Em? Uh, I'll read it. Okay. Okay, so... <clears throat> Harold says, my gut feeling at the end of the season was that this was the best season so far of Bates Motel, and while I haven't rewatched it, I still tend to feel that way three months later. I think the reason for this is quite simple. There are no weak parts to the season, no bad episodes, and a lot of exceptional ones. There was no equivalent to Zane or his sister. Out of the ten episodes, I thought that eight were great, and two were table setters that were still pretty good. Hmm table setters that has to be a death of the family do you think it's just the first two what was the second maybe one yeah I bet it's the first two Arcanum what? Club that was not a table setter that, yeah you're right that was the second one and that was not maybe a Persuasion setter. the third one maybe cause yeah he'll have to yeah that's my guess. Persuasion and a death in the family. Okay. Uh, my new favorite, my favorite new character was Chick, who I am looking forward to seeing more of in season four. My least favorite was the professor. I stated in a previous feedback that I was disappointed with the professor's story arc. I can't even remember his name. Was it Kevin? No. Nope. It was. Oh, we'll find out. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Did he turn in trivia? No, he didn't, huh? He did. No, he did, yeah. Oh, he did, okay. But he didn't know the name. Hmm. If I remember correctly. Um, he says, I wish I was keeping track of my favorite scenes, but here is a list of what comes to mind off the top of my head. 10, Dilemma. 9, The Wi-Fi Password is Mother, all caps. <laughs> 8, Norma Bargaining with Bob Paris. Seven, mother killing Bradley. Six, Norman lying in bed, and the camera pans up until we see a sandwich. <laughs> you know what? I meant to do a sandwich count when I was rewatching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love sandwiches. Okay, five, Norma recounting all the crappy things that have happened to her since she moved to White Pine Bay. Four, Normero. Three, Norma's freak out after Norman and Dylan try to get her to meet Caleb. <laughs> All I can think of is a waste basket going up into the closet. <laughs> Being flung. <laughs> yep. Two, Norman's scene with the professor in the basement. And one, Romero smashing Marcus Young's window with the IV pole and shooting him with his own gun. <laughs> My top scenes might include a... Romero kicking ass, but it's the other one. <laughs> Although that one was very good too. Yeah. 
Yep. All right. Those are all good things. All good stuff. Thanks, Harold. Okay, I guess that's feedback. Yeah, sorry. We should have had this more planned out and sent more things out there saying we're we're going to be recording soon. Yeah, we were kind of spazzy, the three of us together. It's, it's not good. <laughs> just get spazzier and spazzier. <laughs> spaz begets spaz. <laughs> anyway. So, great. Um, we can do this without a lot of feedback. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'd ever bother to f- send in feedback. For just a recap. Yeah, maybe not. Except I'm really bad to get to bother to send feedback in, so. Exactly. So. But we can always count on Harold. So way to go, Harold. That's amazing. I know. He always comes through for us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what we've done is come up with a few top five lists. Yeah, we're not just going to recap the whole season. What we're going to do is we just came up with, you know, in kind of our fashion. Or what was that movie? Top fives came from. Oh, high fidelity. High fidelity. High fidelity fashion. Mm-hmm. We usually just like to come up with top fives and things. So, yep. We're going to list our favorite scenes. Uh, favorite quotes. Then we're going to do our famed likes and dislikes. And our favorite episode. Oh, we're going to start with our favorite episode, right? Yep, we're going to yeah. end with quotes. Cat. Okay. Cat and sis on it. That's done. That's a podcast rule. Okay, non-podcaster. <laughs> I listen to a fair amount of them. She people. listens to podcasts. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So start with our favorite episodes. I'd say let's start with our guest, but last I knew she didn't have one picked yet. <laughs> I can narrow it down. <laughs> Oh, man, this is so hard for me because, like, favorite scenes are easy, but remembering which episode they were in, I can't do it. So I'm just going to say The Pit was my favorite episode. And it's either that or the finale, Unconscious. That's as good as you're going to get, so move on. So, no elaborating on why. (laughs) Nope. Not on this. It was (laughs) the best. Thank you. Good night. I'll be here all week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Em, do you want to do yours next? Sure. Mine was actually fairly easy. There were you know, stuff I liked in every episode. But my favorite episode from start to finish was The Last Supper. I love Norman and Norma at the phone store. Oh, man. I love Norma trying to downplay her leaving and the madcap fun that it caused. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love how Norma's dinner just gets bigger and bigger until it's like a literal manifestation of her happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the bean asparagus snap scene with Dylan and her reactions to what Dylan says. <laughs> Who doesn't want breakfast? Then <laughs> 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 the time where she just puts her hand to her eyes and just stares. <laughs> Kind of like shutting out the world. She creates like a little tunnel with her hands on either side of her eyes. <laughs> just gets the best look on her face. <laughs> uh, no brainer. The Last Supper contained drunk Romero. Um, That's right. That's right. And it's got that scene with boring professor Norman in the basement. Dang, guys. It was a fantastic I episode. suck. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I changed my answer. <laughs> if I remembered all that stuff happened in that episode, I probably would have chosen it because I agree with everything you said. Well, you haven't heard mine yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good one. All those reasons were great. And don't forget when um, oh. Norma goes out to pick. pick uh, I'm echoing. Yeah. Did you I don't hear now? it. Am I echoing now? Nope. Okay. Don't forget that's also the episode when Norma goes out to like snip some fresh herbs and she looks over and you can just see Caleb's head. <laughs> like creepy Caleb's head. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that just made me laugh again when I saw that. Um Okay. Norma happy on the piano. Mm-hmm. Oh, and singing that song from the jerk. Yep, singing yep. the song from the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, what That's did you so choose, Sue? I picked, and I, I think this was my favorite when we were talking, going over the episodes when it was airing, but um, my favorite one is Norma Louise. Hmm. I think that would be a popular favorite also. Yep, it has Norman scared that Norma's not coming back. Uh, just Norma getting away and just being someone else for a while. Uh, shooting her cell phone. <laughs> this is the one that Romero gets shot. Um, I'm calling it Norman's Moths of Sanity. Moths. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I remember... <laughs> I I wasn't able to go back and like listen to our podcasts for all these. No. But I remember us discussing the moss and did we Oh my gosh. Did we I end still up laugh about that? Kind of being confused still. <laughs> I don't remember what we said about the moss. Emily <laughs> Emily said the funniest thing ever. <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> I have no idea trying to think if it was like um, symbolism for something and Emily <laughs> Emily like, maybe like emptiness <laughs> like she, oh, she's like remember in cartoons like when they were poor they'd open their wallet and now the moths would fly out the <laughs> moth would fly out <laughs> That's right. I still laugh about that like every day. <laughs> it's like I am an English professor. 
<laughs> ability to decipher metaphor is amazing. Yes. <laughs> When the poor family opens the fridge and the moth flies out. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I was joking. Some, an image that I haven't even thought about since I was a little kid, and yeah. it just came back so clear, so clear in all these Looney Tunes. And yeah. like we have moths, like you wouldn't believe, like it's a plague-like moth situation here. And I just see moths every day by the billions, and I just think about it all the time. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rob's to blame for me knowing or thinking about that a lot because he does it <laughs> like empty his pockets and like imitate a little moth flew out of the Like every time Cam throws his underwear in the dirty clothes and he'll do like the Homer ghosts from his underwear. Woo! <laughs> Yes, <laughs> from the stone cutters. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm just calling him the moth of sanity because this time watching it, it like occurred to me. I think that was like the line of sanity holding Norman's brain together, just like flying out of his head. Because <laughs> this is also the episode where. Um, not long after that scene, he's down in the cellar and he hallucinates Juno and that bird alive. All right. Um, uh, he's, I've got Norman walking up the stairs with Emma and Dylan going, I want my mother. <laughs> I want my mother. Yeah. Over and over. <laughs> um, this is the episode where Romero kills Marcus Young. Um, it's Norman dressing like Norma, making breakfast. Uh, Norma talking to the professor about the giving tree. Oh, yes. And uh, Norma coming home to Dylan and Norman both sleeping in her bed. <laughs> so, so cute. I loved that scene when she comes home. and So that makes Norma Louise my favorite episode. Lots happened. Cool. Yeah, I suck. I'm sorry. I didn't do well in that segment at all. <laughs> Not well okay. thought out. <laughs> I'm going to go with the pit. Uh, don't, don't ask me why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At least we all three picked different ones. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, for sure. Yep. All right, so five scenes. Five scenes. Should we just take turns doing our number five and yeah. whatnot? Okay. <laughs> All right. They're in no particular order, just as I thought of them. James talking with Norman in the basement. I thought that scene was so intense. Oh, I just love it. Oh, yeah. Um, and how he just honed right in on Norman being 
sexually attracted to his own mother. You know, he asks, do you want to sleep with your mother? And then Norman tries to kill him. That whole scene was just so intense. I loved it. Yeah, totally. Yep. Okay, so my number five was Dylan comforting Norman at his bedside and Norma Louise. I thought it was so sweet. I think it was like the sweetest mm-hmm. brother brother scene. I love their brother scenes. They have got some great ones. Yeah. No, that's a great one because Norman's so afraid that she's left for good, and he's like, "She packed a suitcase. That's what she does." And yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a very tender little scene. Yeah. Very tender. Um, my number five, I just had to put it in here because I rewound it another like five or six times was Caleb falling off the roof. <laughs> 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 it's such an epic fall. <laughs> it is a great, great fall. It's almost as great as on like Meet Joe Black the, being oh, hit by the car. <laughs> can't say how many times we rewound that. <laughs> I just love how he hits that beam and then falls. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome because I watched it and like I rewound it probably five or six times and then the next one started and they were like previously on and it showed it again. I was like, sweet! <laughs> I needed to see it one more time. <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> So, yeah, that's my number five. All right, Kat, you're number four? All right. Um, the conversation with Chick and Dylan and Caleb in Chick's garage. I love that. When, when Chick they... keeps talking to... to Dylan. Dylan. Isn't that right, <laughs> Dylan? <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, Chick is brand new at this point still, and he's just so weird, and man, it's just great stuff. Well, Chick in general made a lot more sense this time around to me. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed yeah, him I... so much again. <laughs> <laughs> Always enjoyable. Always. <laughs> My number four is Norman is Norma in the bathrobe, popping blackberries in his mouth and just well acted. And Dylan was amazing. Oh, the way he played <laughs> handling it, it. He handled it so well. <laughs> it was so great. It just and it was just it was such a moment in base motel history, you know. Right. Yeah, that's a pivotal scene. Yeah. You know. And yeah, oh, him popping that blackberry, that's such a Norma thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great one. Um, my number four is Norma and Norman at the phone store and her telling him it's not <laughs> masculine or attractive. <laughs> and then <laughs> their little conversation outside, like she sees all those messages from Dylan and she's like, what happened last night? <laughs> she's like... <laughs> Can a woman have a moment or something like that? Get in a mood. Get, Get in a mood. mood. <laughs> and then and then she gets the message from Romero that he was shot. She's like, what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Yep. And Time then, to downplay everything. <laughs> and I think this is also where Norman points out that she had a suitcase and they all thought she was dead. And she's like, what does death have to do with a suitcase? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, the the scene in the deal right before the negotiation when uh, Norma and Alex are in the waiting room was really cute. And then when they meet Bob, Norma meets Bob for the first time. I just love Bob in this scene so much. Oh, man. He is just, he seems so genuinely shocked but Mm -hmm. so pleased I mean his smile is crazy through the whole thing it's just a lovely scene I love it yeah I love when they're every time the camera shows Bob he's just got the most amused look on his face I know he's like this is Norma Bates huh (laughs) <laughs> he just he was like I think I said this in the podcast about it that it was just like Christmas Day had come for Bob he was just like this greater than anything I ever imagined <laughs> yeah. this is gonna be so fun <laughs> <laughs> the little wheels are turning in his head <laughs> yep she wants a pool alright <laughs> <laughs> yeah very good. Um, my number three is Norma and Alex's awkward goodbye <laughs> <laughs> when he moves out. <laughs> it oh, seemed watching it a second time. It seemed even more awkward. Yes. To me, because <laughs> where they were when the season ended, to watch that again was just like, oh my gosh. It was just the most awkward thing that has ever been filmed on television, <laughs> and it just keeps going and becoming. <laughs> when you, when you can't imagine it getting any more awkward, it does. Yeah. It was fantastic. All right, my number three is, um, it's Romero and Norma in the kitchen. When, after he'd been shot, I remember she comes home and he's in the house, like, looking for her. And they're in the kitchen and he just wants her so badly to acknowledge that he's been shot. And she's like, well, it looks like it just went through. (laughs) You know, right through you. She's in, like, full-on downplay mode. Downplay mode. (laughs) (laughs) And he just... You know, I could have died. You know? <laughs> He's like searching for. He just wants her to just say something like, "I'm sorry, Alex." You know, or, or well, that time he shows up at her house, he had been well, it was in season two, and he had been punched in the eye or something, and she takes such nice care of him, and it's such a right, you know, a great scene, and fairly. Now she's like, "I'm alive. You're alive. Big whoop." Yep. yep exactly. <laughs> Whoopee. <laughs> Whoopee. <laughs> yeah. I so loved funny. it. Um another one I love is when Alex 
drives up in her Mercedes, mm. and Norma's reaction is just so mm. cute. Oh, She's clapping oh, and just loving it, and he says the cutest thing. It's so sweet. He says, um, I just couldn't stand you see so sad about something if there was something that I could do about it, or something yeah. along those lines. Love it. Yep. Yep. He says something really funny before that, too. And she's like, oh, Alex, how did you know? And he's like, I'm a cop. I'm observant. (laughs) (laughs) He just kind of mumbles it. Yeah, that's a great scene because she just she has like three really excited moments. You know, she does some clapping and then she runs to get the pink slip and she turns around and claps a few more times. (laughs) (laughs) And we're all happy to see that car again. We hate oh, the Mustang. Yes. You know. I lost sleep over the fact that she got rid of that Mustang. <laughs> I was so sad. The Mercedes. <laughs> the Mercedes, yeah. Mustang, go away. Yeah. Sure. It's not Norma. All right. Is it mean to your, my turn or M? Oh, it's me. Okay. Um, my number two is um, Drunk Romero. <laughs> from start to finish <laughs> his little smile his face when she pulls up and he's confused because she's in a different car yeah. <laughs> some of the best drunk acting I've ever seen <laughs> I just love the smile on his face when he's you, the first shot of him in bed and he's just like this is the best bed I've ever been in <laughs> he's so happy <laughs> This is exactly what I was looking for when I got shot. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That scene prompted the mama bear bed, too. <laughs> we can thank it for that. <laughs> Just make it about ten times bigger. Add the spike and Don Draper. <laughs> yep. And sometimes the host. <laughs> sometimes the host. The host? <laughs> You'll meet him later. <laughs> oh, it's like a Bucky thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Angel, actually. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, my number two is Norman making breakfast. Wearing Norma's robe, being full on Norma. This is this the first double we've had. I think so. That's amazing. Yeah. So we already talked about it, but I loved it too. Apparently more than them because it's my number two. Well, just just hush. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my all right, number right. one is Norman as Norma killing Bradley. It was so creepy. It oh is. my gosh, I just had chills when you see oh, oh her run around the car and reach in and grab her. Oh man, that was scary. It, it was it, scary and it was so well done. Oh, so well it done. It was. The transition was so great because he's wearing a blue coat, she's wearing a blue coat, you know. Yeah. It's just so smooth. There goes my echo again. And then, um, you know, after you you see Norman again, it's a really nice little nod to 
the psycho movie when he's mother what have you done that's almost yeah. verbatim what he says in the movie all yeah. that was missing was blood you know right yeah, yeah. I don't know why they didn't throw that in to make it complete, but still, nice little nod. Yeah, for sure. Okay, my number one came a little later. Norman and Norma, head Norma, on the dock. Mm. And the camera pulls away and turns around, and it's just Norman standing there, and then Be My Baby starts. I love that so much. Norman's face when he's talking to her and I well it's one of my likes so I'll get into that in a minute but just I love that scene I loved how powerful it was even though we knew she was fake for some reason just seeing him standing all alone on the pier when you know he's imagining he's with his mom and I don't know it just makes your heart hurt for him yeah. Oh does. man, the show just elicits so much sympathy for Norman. Yeah. It's amazing. Not all the time. Sometimes you don't like him very much, but you know, you sometimes you just want to tuck him into your mama bear bed. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, make room for Norman. <laughs> Move He's over, Don Draper. <laughs> yep no that's a good one um my number one is uh romero killing marcus young Mm -hmm. with the iv thing and then shooting him and then moving his body over to the passenger seat and driving off (laughs) it just was so fantastic and just batman romero at his finest bat marrow Yep. I love that scene. And then the later scene of I I officially resign. Yes. <laughs> My was <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> Bob Paris coming all out with his in his cycling gear. <laughs> Cat Parker. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so crazy that he could just do that bold a move without any fear of retribution. I mean, I know what? he's, he's such a badass. I love him so much. <laughs> I mean, he's a sheriff. He kills a guy and leaves him in plain sight. No one's going to question what happened to that guy. They're, yeah. they're no. And man, how can he just get away with that? It's crazy. I know because like, but he will. <laughs> he will because what? What's is Bob Paris gonna turn him in? No, because Nor Romero yeah. got him on those two girls from the Arcanum Club. You know, it's it's like the perfect murder. And this yeah. is a town that like strung people up in the center and burned them and burned them. Yes, yeah. it is a yeah. strange vigilante little lawless town. It is the little is. Deadwood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a is this the first time we've seen cuz Romero killed the Abernathy guy. But yeah. that was a bad guy. I mean, and you can't really Shelby. Shelby, but you know, That was like 
protection and self-defense stuff. That was self-defense protection stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, Marcus Young, can't really call him a bad guy. I mean, he was a douchebag. Yeah, you're right. right. And, you know, I mean... But I think he would have been a bad guy because Bob Paris brought him in to take the job. Right, right. True. So... But it's strange because I always have been thinking of Bob Paris as like the cold blood murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would like... Not Romero. That would like change, you know, change things. Right. But, gee, I guess it's not really... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Romero I basically that. murdered the guy that was running against him for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sweet. So, yep. Love it. Anyone else have honorable mentions? <laughs> um, I th- oh, yeah. I think I did, but I think I have it in another in my quotes. So I'll just leave it. Okay. I mean, Norma's packing, her epic packing scene. Oh, yeah. Has got to be mentioned. Gotta like, be oh, mentioned. there's so many. I know. So many. It's grabbing, so hard. Grabbing the bathroom trash can and throwing everything out of it. And <laughs> throwing all of her makeup and stuff into it. <laughs> I have five on <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I just wrote down all my favorite scenes and then, you know, That's as I was watching. Idea. And then I uh, had to. Right. Anyway, so I have Norma dragging Norman out of the car in front of his school and then looking around and straightening his collar. (laughs) Well, and before she does that, she's like, don't be so dramatic. And then (laughs) she gets out of the car and then straightens his collar. (laughs) Yep. I have, uh, after seeing Miss Watson at school, Norman runs all the way back to the hotel. <laughs> now, do you remember how hard I laughed at him yes. running through the parking lot? Did you oh my notice gosh. it? Yes. <laughs> Isn't it the best? It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny to see that and then see him just show up at the hotel, like, all sweaty and <laughs> Just the visual of picturing that all through town. <laughs> It's so great. Just the run. I mean, he's so spazzy. And then he just, like, bumps into the door. He's like, Mother! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And this one was at number four for a little while, and then it got bumped off. Um, Romero busting the guy's head at the bar. Oh, that's a great one. So awesome. (laughs) Yes. Wham. (laughs) And then I have the Normero scene where she just kind of loses it at his house. There's a few of those. Um, I was surprised that one didn't make it. It only didn't because it's so hard to watch. Mm -hmm. That it was like, boy, it's hard to call it one of my favorite scenes because it is so difficult to watch for me. But it's so good. It it had to make an honorable mention at least. But mm-hmm. yeah, it actually was number two for a little while. And then I'm like, uh, I can't call that like my second favorite. So it got bumped all the way down to honorable mentions. It was rough. <laughs> 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 and then I have Norma marching the boys to Caleb. <laughs> That's oh. 
<laughs> Norman's like, well, why does she have a different car? <laughs> Dylan's like, don't. <laughs> don't ask any questions. <laughs> I love it when before they go outside, they're on the stairs, and Dylan goes, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> they're both like petulant little kids. It was, you could totally picture them as like... <laughs> Five and eight. Five and eight. <laughs> Going to the dentist. <laughs> yes, or Norma having a freak out. You know, those happened. Yep. Oh, yeah. Just, I'm sure they've just happened her whole life, and <laughs> they know how to handle it now, especially Dylan. <laughs> you could just see shades of that. <laughs> Why did she have this car? Don't ask any questions. <laughs> that is a great one. <laughs> now is not the time. <laughs> just roll with it, little brother. <laughs> yep (laughs) alright fun I had one more honorable mention the Caleb falling off the roof kicked it off um, because I had to mention that one Um, but when Chick and Dylan and Caleb all first meet and he asks if they've seen his dog and then he's asked if they're growing tomatoes right (laughs) I just I like that whole meeting Chick that whole interchange yep so, all right. Good times. So, move on to likes? Yes. All right. Likes, likes, likes. Oh, okay. This time, um, just, just read off all our likes at a time. Okay. Okay. This will be easy. Mine are like one word likes. All right. Um, <laughs> this is the uh, succinct sister. <laughs> you guys know all about the other ones. <laughs> the ones that have three-hour podcasts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. My top five. Chick. Bob Paris. Romero. Normero. And Dilemma. <laughs> move along (laughs) I don't know how to think about stuff (laughs) like in this context yet I like it I like those things I like all those things too (laughs) (laughs) and one of my likes is Nema wait was that one of yours Dilemma? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Sorry. No, not Emma. Wait. Is that Norman and Emma? No, no. I meant yeah. Dilemma. Yes. Um, I or also have... Carol what? calls him Die, Emma. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's mean. Harold. <laughs> um, Norma's time at the Arcadum Club, including Norma confessing to Romero about Norman. I thought that was awesome. But, oh, her little capers and just oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> looking at the invitation for the password just oh, from start to finish. and Hitting the Lee Berman bypass sign. Yeah. <laughs> I had that somewhere in my notes. Skulking around the <laughs> grounds. Oh, yeah. Climbing so that perimeter fence. Yeah, yeah. Shimmer, shimmering up her dress. <laughs> <laughs> 
peering in through the window. <laughs> Romero. Startling her. Did you see what's going on in there? She looks in there again. What are you doing? As soon as I saw her peering through the window, it reminded me of the picture that you used for that podcast. Oh, I love it. Perfect, you got it. It took me like 500 screenshots to get it perfect. <clears throat> worth it. <laughs> uh, uh, Caleb's fall. <laughs> One of my likes. Um, and Romero buying Norma's Mercedes back and the little Romero scene that followed. Mm-hmm. Um, dilemma. I loved the please look on Norma's face when Norma on the dock at that last scene says the Jane Eyre thing. <laughs> I love it because, like, in the pilot, he says it, and she's like, "Oh, that's from, that's from Jane Eyre, sweetie." Right. So in this one, she says it, and he's like, "Ding!" <laughs> it's but like it's his, his Norma, <laughs> his Norma quote. <laughs> Validates it. <laughs> Just if, memes. He loves that she says that. If real Norma won't use it, I can make head Norma. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. See, now it's true. <laughs> and I like I Romero. Sorry, what? Uh, sorry, nothing. Okay. Um, I also liked Romero stealing Norma's leg, waiting for Bob. And oh, yeah. A continuation of that was what Kat always already said, the Bob's face during the deal. <laughs> oh, so amazing. So amazing. All right, those are my likes. Okay, I think when I did my likes, I, I kind of did it as like kind of more themed, I guess. Um, well, likes, there are no rules. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, it's such a vague, like, whatever. Category, I know. So. It could be a character, it could be a quote, it could be a scene. Right. Right, right. Okay. So, number five for me is the way that they used Emma this season. Hmm. Um, especially compared to last season. Where, yeah. You know, but she really kind of played a pretty in- integral part, like starting to date Norman, which helped create the tension between Norma and Norman. Mm-hmm. And then she broke up with Norman in the nicest way possible. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And then seeing the relationship between her and Dylan, it just seemed to progress very naturally. And I think it's going to cause some fun next season. Um, and then she also had her own little kind of plot line with the lung stuff going on. So I liked the use of Emma. Yeah, way to go. And nice yes. little mea culpa to last season. <laughs> to last season, yes. Since um, we're speaking about Emma, can I um, just ask you guys something that I don't remember uh-huh. Just real quick. Um, was she privy to the whole investigation last season about Miss Watson and her, um, Norman's implication thereof? They're in. Did she know I about that at all? I don't, think, I don't so. think so. Okay. I don't think so either. They kind of just didn't tell her much, left her out, and that frustrated her. And I think that she didn't know about it. Because so much 
secrecy was going on and she was right. left out and it bothered her. So yeah, I think that's how that's how it had to be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it seemed like the theme last season with Emma was keep secrets from Emma while she eavesdrops, and I don't think that's <laughs> something she ever found out about. Yeah. Um, another like, and I noticed because, like I said, I had listened to our season two wrap-up earlier today, and I had Dylan on the list, and I said, man, I had him on the, the list last year, and I'm going to put him in the Pantheon, but guess what? I didn't. I like Dylan. <laughs> but it's only the third season. We're not ready for Pantheons yet. <laughs> what I I swear they do them better and better every season. They seem I, to be doing everything better and better, and that's such a great thing to know. I know. I for this season, I just loved how important family was to him the whole yeah. time, and how. He just wants to be legit, grow marijuana legally for medical use. Mm. Um, I love the way he handled himself around Chick when Caleb was such a jerk to him. You know, when Dylan, we've talked about it before, he's just so good at handling himself and like reading people and what to tell him and what not to tell him. And Oh, he's great. Know. He was yeah. great last season, too, with that. I mean, it, yeah. it landed him like the head. The head, head of the dog. drug trade. Exactly. Because, you know, like in that scene in Chick's garage, you know, and Chick would be like, how much are you grown? And Kayla would be like, that's none of your business. You know, and Dylan would be like, 99 plants. You know, he'd just answer him. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I like it. And I just love how he didn't want to mess up what he had with Norma. He didn't want to ruin that, you know. Yeah. I'm. I don't know. He's just a good guy. I like him. He's an awesome character. Yes, I love him. And I'm so afraid he's going to leave us. Yeah, I know. I know. I thought he was dead for sure during that drug deal. Or that gun deal. Man, I thought he was dead. There was oh. also the scare of going down in the basement in the last episode. Oh, yeah. man, that's an intense scene. I think they're playing with us and he is... They are playing with be. us. Because he had just had that beautiful scene with Emma. It would have been, you know, so yeah. cruel. <laughs> so tragic, yeah. So tragic. Yep. Another thing I liked about this season was, like, Norman trying to kind of deal with his insanity. Um, and how aware he is of it and just worried about it. Like, when... When Annika dies and he comes down in his robe and he's like, did I do it? Did I do it? <laughs> you know, and and how he thinks, you know, he and Dylan have that scene down in the cellar when Dylan's like, you know, I'm going to tell Norma about Caleb and and Norman steps up and says, I'll, I'll help you. You know, I'm your brother. I'm a man. You know, I don't know. He just seems... He's handling to, yeah, to be accepting it and trying to figure out how to, he seems to be accepting it more than Norma is and like handling it better than her (laughs) to where this whole season, she seemed more like the crazy one than he did almost. Yeah. And he kind of points that out. Yeah. Mm Kind of questions. He really legitimately questions if she's the crazy one or if he is. 
And I think that's honest. I don't think he was trying to like um pass it like, off. Yeah, or disorient her and try and you know, spin her. Right. Yeah, I, I think, think he was legitimately wonders. Cuz all he knows is what she tells him. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. And he's, you know, He's just struggling with this, you know, he hides that dress as like that, okay, if she's if she's wearing this dress, yeah. Then that's the norm in my head or you know, he's But that's trying... not always true. In the bathtub scene, she's super frumpy looking. Right, right. So his theory is flawed. That's true. Yeah. She does wear it a couple times though. She wears it. Yeah. Definitely. Uh three or four. Yeah. Two times I distinctly remember. The one when he leaves after making out with Bradley, I think she's wearing it. Yep. And yeah, and in when... the hotel room there. And down in yeah. the basement when and it's down like in the basement. sexed up. Yeah. yeah. And that was the second time. So there was three times. I don't remember the first one. But that's the time that he sees her in the dress and knows that, uh-oh. This means right. she's... get away from me. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just see him as like trying to grow up and just, he's just not allowed to because <laughs> everyone's just, I don't know, working against him. Yeah, and he admits it to Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> that I love so much. Yes. <laughs> like... Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> She's like, I just don't want to be alone. All right, see ya. <laughs> but he, you know, explains he, that yes, there is something wrong with me. You know, it's neurological. He doesn't right. go into detail. Right. And doesn't she say something like, "Is there something wrong with you?" And he goes, "Yep." And he yep. walks off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be alone anymore. <laughs> Mother's expecting me. <laughs> well, see ya. <laughs> um, the number two thing I liked throughout the season was Romero. I liked getting some of his backstory. Um, I loved the Romero and Norma scenes, of course. Him getting her car, her car back. Him calling her from the hospital, breaking into her house to make sure she was okay. Calling her when she's he's drunk. And then just the look on his face during the deal. And just killing Marcus Young. I don't know. I just love Romero. Yes. Me too. Yeah, he's and fantastic. I, I, we got some good Romero stuff. He, We got a lot of Alex, it seems like, this season. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah. Um, and then my number one thing I liked about this season, I, I just put it as Norma versus Bob Paris. <laughs> like the scene in the deal, the look on Bob's face and how amused he was at Norma, the pit. Now Bob did that just to mess with Norma. <laughs> and then Norma going to Bob's house and him telling her she's worse than he is. <laughs> <laughs> so those are some likes. I liked a lot of things, but yep. <clears throat> All right, we're going to move on to dislikes. Okay. All right. My 
something I okay, this is kind of petty. Sloppy writing. It's another sloppy writing thing. Professor Frank coming out. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little Glaveny, I have to admit. (laughs) But it it was so sad because it ruined like a perfectly really good joke. When Chick, okay, Dylan asks, how much is this job that he's offering? How much does it pay? And Chick goes, well, after FICA and Social Security, it pays $25,000, which is hilarious. But FICA is Social Security. (laughs) (laughs) FICA tax is your Social Security. So, like, if you would have said, like, you're after Medicare or, like, federal withholding and Social Security, it would have been... You know, it just ruined a really good joke. It was still funny, but it was just like one of those things that made my brain go. The accountants in you went. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, According to my calculations, (laughs) I guess social. Believe it. Catherine's at Comic Con. Um, Carlton Cuse in the episode. <laughs> Didn't you realize that? FICA? You knew that FICA and Social Security are the same thing, right? <laughs> was that just an oversight, or did is that on purpose? <laughs> what are you trying to pull here? <laughs> were, you, were you trying to make us think that Chick thinks they're the same thing? <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so that made Catherine's dislike list. <laughs> what, what else? <laughs> oh, um. All right, so James, I'm not as harsh as J- on James as you guys are. I kind of liked him until they uh, put the heat on him to dish on Norma, and he folds like a card table. <laughs> A cheap one at that, yes. That was unbelievable. Well, if you would go back and listen, I was not harsh on him at all until he, as a therapist, ran out on Norma <laughs> when Norman tried to kill him. Get him help! Get help! He's crazy! Get him help right now! That's I know. lost me. I was so he's kind I was of quite civil to him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was Sue that was harsher. I was pretty harsh. I still am. He's on my list. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess they, you know, you see the staple or the nail gun go through his foot, and they probably, like, did a number on him that we don't see. But seriously. Yeah. It. it... Like, okay, you know, there's honor among people of his profession and okay so they didn't have like a a real relationship but still i don't know i'm used to like sons of anarchy where it's like honor is all they know you know yeah he had just had a buffy episode where a character had been amazingly honorable through torture yeah uh nope (laughs) yeah so that geez what a coward um, let's see what is. And you know, it's funny just to get back at that. That's kind of like the one thing 
I would almost give him a pass on because this is a woman he's only known for like a week or two. <laughs> I know. <You> know? <laughs> it's not just that. It's I. I take his profession and you know the secrets he's supposed to keep quite seriously. Yeah, that's my thing. Not exactly just being honorable to Norma. Yeah, his yeah. profession. I mean, he already slept with her, but so that's yeah, so we about the hell that anyways, out the window. <laughs> so, anyways. Okay. Um, another one. Oh man, this just broke my heart when Alex comes to Norma on her porch and he's giving her a chance to tell him the truth. Finally, and he's like. Don't go with your instinct, which is to lie. And uh, she lies to him again. And it just broke my heart. And I understand because, you know, self-preservation is a very powerful instinct. And she's mama-bearing the crap out of Norma. Or Norman, excuse me. But yeah, man, I- he knew. He knew. What she had to tell him, what the truth was, and she knows he knows, and she still lied. Oh, it just broke my heart. Yeah, that's totally on my one also. It's one, I I added it about 15 minutes ago, because remember how when we first started, I was like, I've only got four dislikes. I'm still working. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I had added Norma lying to Romero about 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Wow, that is the only thing that all three of us have had on something. Wow, how about that? Because it is sad, because he, he had totally earned her trust by that. He had. More than earned her oh. trust. There was no huh. excuse to not tell him. No. You know. I, I know. fully believe she, she would have fully protected her, you know. He oh, yeah. would have totally, I mean, he does anyway, but... Yeah. And still, the truth to her is so terrible that she cannot utter it to him, you know? Oh, it's just heartbreaking. It is. Absolutely. It, it is. is the most heartbreaking thing, I think, that it happened between those two. And sure. then him walking away, you know? Oh, geez. I think I cried during that, and I don't think the show's ever made me cry. Well, uh, well it's just sad, too, because, like, I think the next shot is um, her just sitting in the dark on her bed. That's right. Yeah. She knows. She feels bad about it, you know. Yeah. She's but... also probably wondering why. Because he, you know, anyone with half a brain could tell, at least by the end of that scene, that somehow he knew the truth. And she's right. like, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, why did this suddenly come up? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it um, caused her much worry and distress. Right. But yeah, so sitting on her bed in the dark. Who else would you want on your side but Romero, the guy that's willing to kill people for... Because they're running against him for sure, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. Well, like we said, he had earned that trust ten times over. Absolutely. And he's he's also the guy you want on your side because he's he's a cop and he's a little crooked. Mm -hmm. He's willing to do things that 
you know. Crooked in a great way for her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he had just, it. it's the same episode that he buys her Mercedes back. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's what made it almost the most heartbreaking for me, because I was just so happy about that. First time watching. And I was just crushed. I was crushed when Bob was telling him and he was like blowing everything off. But, you know, oh, I know but yeah. you knew, uh... it was bad. She's buying new clothes. Sexy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I laughed so much this last time watching. (laughs) She's a kiki bitch. She's a kiki bitch. (laughs) Now get new clothes. Sexy stuff. <laughs> that is like stuff he's just totally embellishing. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> it's so awesome. Messing yeah. with his mind. All right. What else didn't I like? Oh, okay. I don't like it <laughs> because I just don't understand it. Um, the whole Annika flash drive thing. I don't uh-huh. get why Annika thought that it would help Norma and Norman. These people she barely knew. Well, is it just to move the plot around, along? I just don't get why she would think that the what's on the flash drive would help Norma and Norman. Um, I actually had a nice little epiphany. Yeah. This time okay, do tell because Cat that made my list too. Huh. There are things but about was, that that would have made my list, but I was just confused a little bit still about the Arcanum Club stuff and the flash drive and Annika and the other girl. You know, well that is all a failing. I think the killing of those girls and her why she even took it in the first place and yeah. the backstory behind that was a total writing fail I think the only yeah. one of the season and it wasn't that bad but it would have been nice all it did was bring the flash drive into existence and it it was a little sloppy they could have yeah they could have at least shown us just a minute or two scene inside the arcade how that happened why yeah. Why she got shot. Why, why, you know. Some sort of backstory on why these two girls seem to have, like, gone together to steal it and then. Right. Gotten shot. Right. Do you think they'll never revisit that? You think they'll I don't, just I don't think so. I don't think really? so. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, Bradley? we learned our lesson from Eric and the money, but, but we learned the explanation on the money. Eric right. and the money. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned our lesson that some things just, (laughs) those plots just get dropped and you let them go. (laughs) I must have. This is uh, Miss Watson stuff. Oh, the guy she was on the phone with. Yeah. Yeah. That was not to anyone's satisfaction ever really came to fruition or explained. Yeah. We never, did we even find out who Eric was? Was he like. Just uh-huh. work for her dad? Or did that, we just make we that just up? Came, we came up with that story for him, I think. It, it was never, ever you brought up. needed satisfaction. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we made Emily and Sue head cannon. <laughs> you made your little head Norma's happy. Yep. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so watching the light bulb scene with uh-huh. Annika and Norman. Uh-huh. Watching it this time after having seen the whole season and going back, I feel that Norman might have just really gone to her, telling her about his dead dad, who wasn't a nice man, and she admits that hers wasn't either. And he, you know, he tells her how things are a little tough for him and his mom right now. And there's a little part at the end where Norman says, you seem like a nice girl. And she says, I am. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, like no one had ever said that before. Yeah, I think she was like that hooker with a heart of gold kind of character. (laughs) And it's like Norman was the first one to ever point that out to her. And I think she I think it really got to her and she felt a kinship about the dad stuff. And so I think she decided, and I don't think, I don't think that's the reason she stole it, but I think since she knew she was going to die, she really wanted to get that to them. And she knew that they you know, the only chance was that they could figure out how to open it and blackmail Bob and get some money. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And it didn't, it always bothered me until I watched that scene again with the perspective I have. And I'm like, wow, he really got to her. Yeah. Must have been it. I no, had similar I... thoughts, but um, it just wasn't enough. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm, I'm enough, satisfied but... with that when it comes to that aspect of it, but still not satisfied is why she took it in the first place. Yeah. We needed so. something else. We so needed something. I think it could have been done easily, too. And you know what? I've got a couple things on my dislikes. It's like maybe some of these were fall off when I see, like, maybe a deleted scenes thing mm. where yeah. they might have just cut it. Yeah, that's true. It might have been filmed and they had to just cut it for time. And they decided, well, I think we'll, I think it'll be all right. (laughs) I can't really think of any scene that they could, like, that seemed like a waste of time. Like, well, they could have not done that and put this in instead. Yeah, I mean, there's so little to complain about this season. You know, it just like Harold said, there were no wasted episodes. They there really were fantastic. Weren't. Oh, I know. I yeah. So I don't know. All right. Any more cat? All right. More? Yeah, I have more. One more. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna be the voice of dissension here because I was a little disappointed in Freddie Highmore's performance as. Norma in the kitchen. Oh, really? (laughs) I love the idea of that. It was like, yes, finally, we see this. This is what we've been waiting for. I thought the performance was a little disappointing. I don't know why. Interesting. And you guys both loved it. Yeah. But I just didn't, I don't know, didn't do much for me. I love Dylan in that scene, but I don't know. I just didn't think he was Norma at all. He didn't act like her at all. I didn't think. Hmm. Didn't see it. 
So after all that build-up, it was just like, meh. That's too bad. Yeah, yeah. that's too bad, because I like the way he played it. I like how it wasn't over the top. It was just little things like eating the blackberry and... His wave, the way yeah. he, like, waved his hand, and yeah. just the actual words he chose, mm-hmm. and the way he reacted to Dylan, very flippant, like Norma would be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I respectfully disagree. I think it was well done. Yep. That's but... all right. <clears throat> All right, that's all my dislikes. I think I thought it was fantastic as a whole. Yep. Okay, I disliked the note that it was implied that Caleb left a note on Norma's car, and that mm-hmm. was just totally dropped. And that's the I other. Was I'm a like, traffic ticket or see, a parking ticket. Looking at watching it the second time, I kind of think it was a ticket. I st- watching it a second time. I still it. thought it was totally him because he was like, "Is she gonna read it? Is she gonna read it?" No, I think he was surprised that she just showed up on the street. He was like, "Whoa, you know." I thought it was a ticket, a mm. parking ticket. Well, that was weird then to have her have that. Why did they show that? Just to have her linger outside of her car a little longer? I think so. Yes. Well. They should have made her make a big deal about getting a parking ticket and have a great That's... Norma scene. <laughs> there could have been an awesome Norma scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she just kind of looked around and... Well, know. then I don't like the confusion there. <laughs> I, agree. Yeah. I I totally agree. Deleted because... scene. Yep, yeah. probably. If there's Maybe. a deleted scene where like pan- the camera shows her holding it and what it is, that'd be yes. fine for me. <laughs> Zooms in I on mean, the... Make it happen, people. If it was a note from Caleb, what would it have said? Yeah. And wouldn't it have freaked her out? And wouldn't we have seen it? Yeah. Wouldn't she have shown Dylan, you know? But also, if it was a parking ticket, that would have been a fantastic... Throw it in Alex's face and fix this for me or something, you know? <laughs> Talking through the hole. Talking through the hole. Yes, holes. another reason to talk through the hole. <laughs> no, I'm with you on there. And then I have the Norma Lyons Romero, which we discussed. Um, Caleb taking extra money from Chick. And yeah. oh, yes. that possible repercussions he took twice as much and now i i understand more i feel that chick was kind of playing him from the beginning Mm -hmm. to set him up to maybe even be killed by these guys yeah and so you know maybe you do deserve double the money but whether he did or not dylan now has the money and next season that could be trouble right Mm -hmm. because that He's leaving town. That was one of my big complaints. Yeah. Is... Here you go. Here's all this extra money from Chick. He's dangerous and scary, and I'm I deal about <laughs> twice the money. I beat him and left him for dead. And see ya. See ya. <laughs> deal with it, son. You know. Yeah. Awesome maneuver. And my other dislike, I, 
So I only came up with four, but I probably could have split this off into many things, but I just decided to just write Bradley. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> uh, I, it's fine that they brought her back to kill her. That's fine. I hated every scene with her. But every Oh, she pissed me off every time oh, she opened she was her terrible. mouth. And you know what? She wasn't. She was kind of a good character for the first two seasons. Yeah, we liked her in that first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess it was the first season because the second season she shoots Gil in like the first one or two episodes, right? Yeah, she's she's gone pretty early. I was thinking all that happened in the first season, but it was me too. Second... Maybe not. Oh, maybe. I don't remember now, but yeah, she was kind of the nice girl. She was pretty and she was, you could tell she genuinely kind of liked Norman and was kind of drawn to him for whatever reason. Uh, Crazy mm -hmm. women are drawn to you. (laughs) Oversexed. Oversexed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she came back so bitter at everybody for what she did. I know. Yes. That's what makes me, I hate her. I'm sorry you're on the lamb, and I'm sorry life has probably really sucked for you, but that decision to kill Gil before he even was able to tell you anything satisfactory was so monumentally stupid. Yep. Yeah, that was definitely second season, because that was, um, oh, what was the other girl's name? Um, Tech girl. (laughs) Oh, Cody? Cody. Cody. That was all around her. I remember now. Anyway. Yeah. Bradley. Everything. And mysteriously, just thinking her mom's just the worst. Yeah. That was all Bradley's fault. I'm sorry, but you faked your own death to your mom. She did move on, but (laughs) she's pissed at her for moving on. And Yeah. It just, there wasn't enough... Of us seeing her mom being such a horrible person. Right. Yeah, we don't know her. Yeah, and Bradley and what, just came back this bitter bitch lady. Well, and what we did see, we we saw a couple scenes with her mom in earlier seasons, and she seemed perfectly fine. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like when she picks Bradley up at the hospital, at the mm-hmm. psych ward, and then that time that Norman comes over to her house, you know? I mean, I don't know. They have her all. Oh, she have, She knows I hate this picture, you know? Just yeah. stuff like that was like, where is all this coming from? You're horrible. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm. they needed Norman to kill somebody, and she makes sense to be the one, you know? Yep. But... Did they have to make her so awful? They should have just had her show up on the bridge and then Norman kill her. <laughs> they should right there. They should have made her sweet so we'd all care that she got killed. That's true. Yeah. They should have made her season one, Bradley. That's true. That's true. Yep. Nope. I agree with everything you said. All right. Those are my dislikes. So my dislikes are the professor. I just didn't like him. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't know. I thought he was just dumb. Um, I don't like Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> <Tried>. <laughs> I 
harsh on Caleb. Yeah, you never <laughs> softened to Caleb. And nope, never did. I just don't like Caleb at all. And and he gave me even more reasons than just raping his sister, you know? The leaving Dylan with the money and a beat up chick and then bailing and just I don't know. How he'd try and pull the dad card so much, you know, when Dylan goes to do the gun run, you know, and Caleb walks up, he's like, You're not doing this, you know. It's like Yeah. You don't have a right to say anything, you know? Mhm. I don't know. And how he just kinda of pushed his way into helping with the barn and I don't know. I just I just don't like him. My um, thing with Caleb this time around is I don't I don't think I appreciated how absolutely stupid he is. <laughs> and you know, I mean that in a like a low IQ kind of way. Right. He does kind of seem I don't want to be rude, but it was like it made it all very believable that he's like Norma's the one that figured out what we were doing was wrong. <laughs> made all of that a little, you know, more believable and <laughs> a lot more <laughs> sympathetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like maybe I just I don't know, I was struck by just he, um, the actor, man, he did an awesome job. He just the delivery of his lines just he just sounded like a total dumbass. <laughs> he kind of does sound dumb. Yeah. 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 Just I I know Oh, exactly. IQ dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> um, and then I just have, I wanted more of the Arcanum Club inside stuff with the flash drive. Um, I don't like Bradley and the Norma lying to Romero. So. <laughs> <laughs> there were so little dislikes. It makes sense that we'd have more repeats. Yeah, the, yeah, there'd be, I mean, that's... the good scenes, there were like a hundred. Right. Still, I'm surprised by how many we didn't repeat. And we all used each other, too. (laughs) I know. And it's just hilarious that three of mine, someone had at least one of them, and we all three had one of them. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Well, that's a good good sign that it's a good show, because we three aren't all... I love everything. We <laughs> on a lot of things we'd probably find more things that we don't like than we do like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we are critical thinking women. Yep. Very much so. Yep. Alright. Quotes? Yep. And I did not do mine in order. I kept looking at them and going, I can't. I just I did mine I in an order, but it's it. yeah, mine's very arbitrary. I, I Let's just, just read them. Maybe we could just take turns. <laughs> okay. Do I go first? Do you want to start? Yep. Might as well okay. keep going. This uh, has been one of my favorites since I first saw it. This is from Norma. She's talking to Dylan after Caleb leaves that guitar for him and takes off. She says, people are generally disappointing. They can't help it. And you can't let it kill you. Mm. I just love that. Yeah. 
That's a good one. Speaking of Caleb's guitar, he was playing Smoke on the Water. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. It's <laughs> well, standard. You have to learn that song when you're learning guitar. When you're like... Yeah, but he's like 40-something. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's his IQ, guys. (laughs) It's hard. He never got past smoke on the water. (laughs) Uh, All right, Em. I have a just for tonight. Because I'm so sad. (laughs) Oh, dang it. That's That's one of my (laughs) two. That was my number five. I'm going to put one of my honorable mentions. Oh, but it's not over. Move over, you silly woman. (laughs) 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 And then they fall to the bed in an embrace. Oh, oh, man. I'm so sad. (laughs) (laughs) I just love her voice. I know. That's so perfect. Yeah, that was my number five. So I'm going to put my, one of my honor world mentions is, um, don't ask and I won't either. (laughs) 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 That was when Caleb pulls up and Norma's trying to shovel dirt into the pit and he's all beat up. (laughs) I like that tweet I love so much. Don't ask me why. Why I was, oh, I don't remember it now. Don't ask me why I was throwing dirt in the pit. Don't ask me about my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kat? Um, Okay, I didn't, like, write it down word for word, but this was hilarious to me. Norma's synopsis of the giving tree. (laughs) 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 This boy, he keeps taking things from... This tree, his entire life, until there's nothing left but a stump. And then he sits on the stump. <laughs> That's being a parent. <laughs> That's yeah. being a parent. <laughs> oh, it's just the best. I mean, I've read The Giving Tree a billion times, and I've never thought about it from that perspective. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> but I have read that book and cried for the tree. Like, oh, I yeah. actually it's all cried. about the tree yeah. and the giving. That's the point of this story, not the tree. <laughs> That's what's so great about this quote, which is on my list. And I even, I remember writing it out on Facebook. I just loved it so much. Yeah, it's great. It's like he just takes things from that tree until <laughs> it's just stump. And then he sits on the stump. <laughs> then he sits on the stump. <laughs> That's what one she of got mine. out of this. So funny. Yep. <laughs> I've got I hate you you stupid piece of shit side for <laughs> <laughs> the Berman Memorial <laughs> I hate you you stupid piece of shit side <laughs> she's, she's brandishing that <laughs> In a formal. <laughs> yeah. 
Is this anyone's quote when she gets back? And she's and he's like, what's happened? <laughs> Why are you all dirty? <laughs> Why are you all dressed up and dirty? And why are you so dirty? <laughs> what is she? Hi. I went to a party and something. I think she just tells them the truth and it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He asked about the car and she says, I hit, I hit the bypass sign. He goes, on purpose? She goes, no, I just hit something else. On <laughs> <laughs> <Not> accident. <clears throat> All right. Um, I've got I'm Alive, You're Alive, Whoopee. <laughs> i got that one, too. Which, if pressed, I'd probably put that as my favorite quote of the season. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, it's so funny. I'm Alive, You're Alive, Whoopee. Just a context. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Okay, when um, in the pit, when Norma and Norman are looking out the window, when they notice the construction songs or sounds going on, and Norma goes, "What is going on?" And Norman says, "I have no idea." And all the while, he's like staring at her ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect example of dramatic irony. I just love it. His audience just knows exactly what he's doing, but Norma doesn't. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, when, so this one's when Norma shows up at Romero's door, and she goes, can I trust you? And he just kind of looks at her, he's like, I don't know, Norma, I think so. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? What is going to come out of the mouth? <laughs> he knows it's going to be horrible. And he's like, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> yeah, but he just already sounds so tired. I don't know. I think so. I'll try. <laughs> you don't want Norma Bates showing up at your door saying, Can I trust you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like people starting things. Can you do me a favor? I don't know. <laughs> I'll try. People. It's like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a quote from Chick, of course. Um, I wanted to ask for a cup of sugar, but you said that was off limits. Nice. <laughs> 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 Oh, my next one is from Chick as well. You'll come back, they'll come back, everybody's as happy as a little razor clam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is uh, Dylan and Norma in the basement. (laughs) It's also true that he sees shit that isn't there. <laughs> that isn't really there. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's a great one. Um my next one's a normal one. What's wrong with these criminals that they can't hang on to their own shit? <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> 
Skyfall. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I have one more. Don't even try that little sex kitten routine. I practically invented that routine. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he says after her? <laughs> I remember it's a sex kitten line. <laughs> <laughs> Norma with Bradley right yeah. at the end. That's funny. Um, I'm out. I'm sure there's a hundred more, but I know. I just got one more written down, and it's a Romero one. It's when he's in in the hospital bed, and he says, "I want my damn phone, and I want you to go away." <laughs> <laughs> Gold. She just does. I know. <laughs> and it is such a great pairing with when he um, shows up at the restaurant and Bob is having lunch with Marcus Young. And <laughs> Bob's like, have you met Marcus? Yes, I have. Now he can leave. <laughs> <clears throat> Good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Well, I have some observations that I've said a few of them, but some I haven't mentioned yet. Just observations from the point of view of watching the whole season again mm -hmm. after seeing the whole season. Okay. One of them was, uh, you know, Annika's and maybe... It explained it a little better about why she got the file to Norman and Norma. Um, so, this will be of interest, I think. Chick's delivery of I don't have a dog finally made sense to me. I am laying what? that totally to rest. Really? What? What makes sense? Do tell. He totally says, I don't have a dog. Like, are you stupid? I totally made that up. <laughs> Hello. That's totally how I took it this time. Because now I see that I think he's been playing them forever. So I think he knew they shot a dog. Mm -hmm. And I think he was just totally playing them by looking for a dog. And so when they come back trying to explain about it, he's like, he just says it in a manner that's like, he does say, I, I don't yeah. have a dog. You guys don't get that yet? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. Yeah, it was like, you two are really slow. <laughs> <laughs> when you're getting conned. Yep. <laughs> like father, like uncle, like son. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a product of a funkel. <laughs> no, Dylan's awesome. <laughs> no, Dylan, Dylan is very smart. <laughs> That was totally below the belt. Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Dylan. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. We love you. Um, okay, so this time James pet James's petulance um, at his enormous first scene together pissed me off this time, knowing the full art. In the classroom? Yeah. I got totally pissed off at him being like that now that I like saw everything that goes on between them. For some reason, I was like, ooh, how can you be that petulant? <laughs> <laughs> you 
You mean when he, like, says, are you sure you don't need psychiatry? No, I'm talking about, like, just the whole chair incident at the beginning. Yeah, you know, why was he such a jerk about that? Because it's not like it was a different seat than everyone else's. There was nothing about that seat that pointed to... There was nothing. This is the professor's seat. There was even a girl closer to the chalkboard. Right. Some people are just very particular about that kind of thing. Well, how is he... I don't know. She wouldn't know, of course. It was the first day. Of course she wouldn't know. I mean, and she... Right. I don't know. It's just... I can't believe he did that when he could just have grabbed a chair in the first place and sat in the exact spot he wanted to by just trying to squeeze in there. Yeah, but he totally played her and he made a fool of her in the class. Yeah, she made a fool of him, too. Good job, Norma. But (gasps) did you notice Mesner? We haven't even talked about Mesner yet. (laughs) I wrote that down. I said, oh, ha ha, (laughs) I did. I did, too. (laughs) That would mean something to you if you listen to our Buffy podcast. Um, and then I kind of went off a little bit. I already did that about Bradley being mad at her mom because she killed Gil. She's mad at everyone because she killed Gil. Bradley sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she does. Bradley killed Gil, started a huge drug war, which caused the DEA to come in and burn down all the pot fields. Numerous lives lives were lost. Yeah, it was a chain reaction. Numerous people were put in jail or had to flee. And ruined the and economy. It ruined the town's economy, and she's pissed. <laughs> yep. <I hate> her. <laughs> she is a very just rich girl, entitled kind of deal going on. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah she's probably had a very miserable year on the road. Apparently, sure. You know. Well, took her a month to get from Boston to <laughs> right <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> yes. Um. One thing I did miss from this season was the lack of Remo. I, I wish Remo was in mm. this season. I liked him. I liked him too. I liked, his and, I liked his and Dylan's chemistry. Yeah, I agree. So Okay, so this was my first time watching the last Normero scene at the hotel at the motel. Mm-hmm. Um, since Carrie Aaron confirmed my question about if Romero had the idea to kill Bob before or after visiting Norm at the motel, and she confirmed that he had no plans to kill Bob until he met Norma in that scene. And so it was really cool to watch that, knowing that was true. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I forgot about that, that she answered that question. Yeah, if you don't follow Twitter, she answered it for me. I asked her straight out. And she said after, so he didn't have any, he was totally going to put Norma under the bus until that little scene where she just is all humble again and kind of apologetic. Mm -hmm. Because he comes over there just like, well, sorry, but I did it and I really don't regret it and. Then she well, kind of yeah, says what she over, says, and then he goes yeah. over and it's like, on the way home, he yeah. calls Bob to kill him. He was That's just right. going to let Bob have his way with her? 
Yeah, he and he if you watch that scene again, he explains that he's like he's kind of sorry, not sorry kind of a thing. He's like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm sorry, but I had to do this. I have to do it. And I'm sorry that you're going to suffer because of it. And then the stuff exactly give. Well, the whole thing that um, prompted the the scene of those two where she attacks him in her house. Oh, in yeah. his house, because mm-hmm. he had given the flash drive to the F. Oh, the D- DEA. The DEA, yeah. which will totally incriminate her, because Bob is now going to everything she had on Bob is gone now, and so now he's going to basically. And he has everything on her because yeah. of James. Yes, so right. it was super bad news for her, and that's why she like flies off the handle, and then. So he just goes over there in that next, I think it's the next episode, but he goes over there just kind of like, you know, sorry, not sorry, but yeah. this is why I did it, and I did it, and I didn't really mean for you to suffer because of it, but that's how it goes. And then she, I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's just kind of, well, you know, life sucks. I don't she blame says you. Something about it, you know. I don't just, really care anymore. <laughs> it's bigger than we are. It's bigger oh, than we are. She's sense. just tired, and it gets to yeah. him enough that he yeah. feels care. Yeah. Yeah. And Sue and I discussed whether he whether he came up with the idea of killing Bob or not. Right. On the podcast because we didn't know, yeah. and so I'm like, I'm gonna ask Harry Aaron on Twitter, and I did, and she answered. So it was fun watching that scene because I had never gone back to watch it after knowing. I just assumed, yeah. yeah, that he, yeah, that he didn't plan it until. Yeah, well, a lot that. of people. It was unclear. It was unclear, but. Hmm. Um, and I asked her another thing, which I said I'd ask, and she did answer also. Um, about when they were in the car and he's talking to mother with Bradley in the car with them. And I wondered if Norman was talking in mother's voice. And so Bradley was hearing both sides of the conversation. Both. Or if he yeah. was just hearing oh. Norman. And she said that she was just hearing Norman. She didn't, the Norma in the back of the seat wasn't talking out. Loud. Wasn't audible. Yeah. Her. Okay. Hmm. Which makes it even creepier. So she's just yes. hearing Norman. One sided. Talking little, to a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. And I noticed one little thing that right before the credits roll during that um, scene with him on the dock, it's really interesting. Norman's right leg shakes like two or three times in this weird little twitchy thing. Oh, interesting. I even rewound it a couple times and I'm like, look at that. He totally just does this weird, like, creepy his right leg just kind of like does this weird knock thing. Anyway. Oh, interesting. Might be worth checking that out again. Yeah. Well, yay. I think season three is the best one so far. Me too. And I think they totally go in order. I thought season two was better than season one. Season three was better than season two, which is such a great. I mean, yeah. some shows, boy, 
they're so they start out strong and yeah. then second season you're like wow that was pretty good and then third season you start going it seems like third season is like a make or break yeah yeah if it's a good enough show to even you know get there and a lot of shows seem to you know yeah exactly third season where you're like well i'm gonna watch next season because i'm invested but it's kind of rare to just get better and better and better yeah you know i'm rewatching lost right now and three yep season one's great season two yeah season three oh that's where i'm at right now it's so good see a lot of people hate season three remember really i no i don't remember i didn't watch it live i they hate, they think the whole thing is just about the cages and stuff, and they, which I totally don't agree with. I thought it's interesting. I like the cage stuff and everything, but season mm-hmm. three is everyone just can't stand. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I it has a bad reputation. It. it has my favorite episode of all time on it. What episode? Um, Trisha Takanawa is dead. The one where Hurley finds the. Oh, I love us. that. And, oh, man, that's the best episode. It's my favorite episode of Lost. And it's got some great Sawyer lines. Oh, it's just a great episode. <laughs> Sawyer, Sawyer, Sawyer calls Hurley Snuffy. It's <laughs> <laughs> so the best because he's like, Hugging him, and you just see Hurley's back, and his hair is—I don't know—he is snuffy in that first. Right. My like, goodness. So good. Uh, anyway, so prospects yep. are bright. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, Can't wait for next March. <laughs> I know, I know, and I was looking around the internet today for any kind of news. At all about Bates, and the only thing I could find was that in June it's official. A and E signed on for season four and season five. So yeah, well, definitely doing two more episodes, two more seasons. If you follow Carrie on Twitter, mm-hmm. she'll say stuff like, "We're going back in the writers' room this week." That was a few weeks ago. Just little exciting awesome. snippets. They're like writing it right now. Yay. Nice. Now, were they at Comic Con, at San Diego Comic Con, just a couple of weeks ago? Um, no, I think one person had to drop out, like Freddie Highmore, so none of them went. Oh. It was like, if we can't have blah, 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 it was like no one's going, which seemed kind of an interesting choice. Yeah, interesting. That's, that's weird, because that's a really good way to get your, get people excited. Yeah, about sure. That's, you know, I mean... Interesting. Um, do we have any predictions? Anyone want to say what they want to see next season? We know Emily wants to see Normero happen. <laughs> well, they've all but confirmed it will. Okay. That's another thing on Twitter that's been flapped about by do the writers. Do you think we're going to see Caleb again? Um, Through some interviews, I feel like they... Definitely, they really like, what's his name, Kenny? Kenny Johnson? Johnson, Kenny... yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really like him, they like working with him, and they like his character, and they did a, 
you know, good job to everyone but Sue making him, um, you know, he's like the only character on TV that's like raped his sister that you actually kind of like. And they, they really <laughs> crafted <Except for> that. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it seems to me in like interviews I've read that they, are kind of like, yeah, it's open for him to come back, for sure. They left it open on purpose, because they want him back. What about Chick? Do you think we'll see Chick again? If they don't, that would be a pretty lame plot hole to leave open. I can't yeah. think of hearing anything either way, but... it's It feels like it could be some pretty rich, you know part of Dylan's storyline next year. Yeah, I think so. I think they would have to bring him back. They can't just let that whole $50,000 and Caleb beating him up just end it. Yeah. End it there. Yeah. Um, Watching it this time, the scene when Bradley breaks into the mom's house and steals the money and jewelry and starts like taking the golf clubs and hitting things. I just noticed how you brought up last time we talked about this, her just leaving fingerprints all over the place. And yeah, she left fingerprints everywhere. (laughs) She did. And you would think that they probably, well, maybe they don't, but I would guess that she was, I don't know. We don't know a lot if she was ever a missing person or if she was just found and there was no investigation, but if she was a missing person, at least for a little while, they would have her prints and they would in some sort of database, but who knows? Maybe they don't. I don't think she was ever a missing person. I think um, she has she... to be a missing person. There was no body, but there was a suicide note, and they and this is White Pine Bay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and... things get covered up. Yeah, I mean they might have tried to do like a body recovery or something, but if you leave a suicide note, I'm sure they did a body recovery. You know, but I I doubt she was ever registered as, like, a missing person. And I suppose that wouldn't actually show up on a criminal database if they ran the fingerprints. She did spend time, you know, uh, did she get any... Did we already discuss this? I think we did. I think we... Like, which went to that hospital? Yeah, I think we came to the conclusion that they probably did take fingerprints. Yeah, but if... At a hosp- at a psychiatric hospital? Maybe, wouldn't they? I don't know. She wasn't or... a bit of a crime. Yeah. That would be a very interesting... And we, you know, does anyone have any... How do you think the first five minutes of the season's going to play out? One of my big guesses is that it's pulling up Bradley's car. Ooh. Out of the swamp. <laughs> I think that's a good possibility, or I think another possibility is it's gonna it's gonna pick up right where this one ended, and Norman and Dylan drive up and find Norman standing there at the dock or something, or walking down the road or something, because they left to go find him, and then that's the last we saw of them. That's right. I think it's going to pick up right right away. I don't think it's going to be an, another like few-month time jump. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. 
I think they are going to find... I think Bradley's car is going to come up. I, I don't think we've seen the last of dead Bradley. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that now. I think I thought that before, but I don't think that now. Here's something. Yeah. So I've been talking up how excited I am to see, like, cross-dressing Norman, but mm-hmm. it's occurred to me they may not go that route. They, you know, like the... The way the Psycho movie went is that Norman put on her wig and he put on her dress, but this show is filming it that he just turns into Vera Farmiga. Oh, yeah. And so I wonder if he'd go that far. And then, as I was watching, I was like, oh, he does put on her robe. He puts on her robe. So there we go. Maybe it's a toss-up what they're going to do. I think we're going to see it. I think we're going to see it more. I think we're going to see him in the blue and white dress. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. I hope so. (laughs) But I do love the way they just have Vera Formiga play those parts where he is mother murdering, you know. Yeah, that is extra creepy. It's awesome. It makes it extra creepy. And I think... I think if it was Freddie doing it in a dress and stuff, I, I think that would turn people off. It's a little hokey. It is. Yeah, a little it silly. Is. It's kind of a little silly. It was fine for a 1960s movie, but for the right. modern audience, I think this works a lot better. I think this works better. And maybe they'll do it in the last couple episodes of the last season or something, you know. But them having Vera play that part is genius because it really, it really gives you the idea that he thinks he's her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where way I, more than... I think if it was him wearing a dress, I think it would take us out of that, and we'd be like, well, that looks weird, you know? I think for actual killings, like, picturing, like, the stabbing scene in Psycho, having it, like, pull the curtain mm-hmm. and have it be Vera Farmiga, you know, way more awesome and yeah, cool than if you, like, just see Freddie Highmore and a thing. But seeing him sometime... Kind of like the robe scene with Dylan would be great. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. But as far as yeah. the killings, I really like the other way. I do, too. I do, too. I think it's very genius. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, other than that, I can't think of any more predictions or points about next season. We can do it again right before it starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of chew on it for a while. Oh, yeah, contest. The contest. Yes. We got quite a few entries, lots of people um, answering our trivia questions. Well, we got enough that we just decided that everyone who sent in their answers get surprised. I wasn't going to tell them that. I wanted to be cloaked that we were like <laughs> had so many edit, entries. Edit, edit. <laughs> oh, edit. Edit Abort. it out. <laughs> so, do you want to go back and forth or do you just want me to do it? I've got Julia's email. That's what I'm using as the answer key. <laughs> Julia, we're using you your know. email as the answer key. <laughs> <laughs> it was so lovely 
I can probably find mine in my documents somewhere, but she has no, I, mean, I don't think 100%. You do. <laughs> so we'll just go by hers. Do you want me to just go through them? Sure. Okay. So, okay, so question number one was what class did Norma take at the college? And it was Business 101, a self-marketing class. What is the name of Gunner's dog, Rex? What kind of car did Norma trade her Mercedes in for? A red Mustang. What female name does Caleb call his van? Millie. How many feet deep is the pit? 23 feet. Uh, what is the name of the girl that was murdered and found floating in the water? Lindsay Davis. What color was Emma's dress when she got all dolled up for work? <laughs> I love Julia's answer. Shimmery, lacy, dark, purple, plumish. <laughs> we, we you covered it. You covered it. Yeah, got it. <laughs> we would have accepted purple or plum. <laughs> um, what is the boring professor's name? James Finnegan. What is the name of the sculpture Chick sold for thirty or yeah thirty six hundred dollars? Native orphan. <laughs> in the dinner scene in the last episode, in the episode Last Supper, who was the only one at the table that tucked a napkin in their collar? Norman. Um, out of these four things, a phone, a mysterious wooden box, a banker's lamp, and a miniature bronze buffalo, what was not on Bob's desk in the negotiation scene? Uh, the banker's lamp. What excuse does Chick give for not wanting to do the gun run himself? It's his son's birthday. <laughs> um, how much cash did Bradley steal from her mom's house? Uh, 30000 in jewelry and 15000 in cash. What kind of animal pelt is Chick's wife making a bedspread out of? Rabbits. And how long did it take Bradley to get from Boston to Oregon? One month. <laughs> and then we had two bonus questions. Um... What is the name of Emily's Amish ghost who makes frequent visits to Sue's house? It's Moe's. <laughs> <laughs> um, named after Dwight's cousin on The Office. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then what are the names and breeds of Emily and Sue's dog? Um, for me, she has Mastiff and she doesn't know the other breed. It's Boxer. He's a English Mastiff Boxer mix named Bunny. You got that. And Emily's is a Great Dane named Lola. So, way to go, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, submitted, like, the day after we... <laughs> I know. We got it first. It was awesome. She was like, doop, 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 and done. Send. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's job, how I yeah. imagine it happened. <laughs> yep. I struggled with a few of those... I didn't. I didn't even know the answer to some of them. Really? Yeah. Did Sue do the whole thing, or where'd you get the questions? I came up with most of them. Emily came up with a few. Yeah, we just kind of brainstormed back and forth on Messenger. Just some of the ones yeah. Sue came up with. I'm like, oh, what is the name of Caleb's car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even catch that the first go round. And then I would have been really terrible doing it a few months later, like doing it now before a rewatch. I think if I even like coming up with the questions, I think if I just sat down and answered them, I, I would probably miss a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and I think just because it's so silly, do you want to read Elizabeth's answers? Yeah, I think we should read Elizabeth's. <clears throat> I haven't read him yet, so <laughs> she wrote in just three hours ago. She said, sorry, I haven't had a lot of time for feedback, but I had time to fill this out. I'll expect my prize forthwith. <laughs> Confident. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the name of the class Norma took at college, she says, advanced passive aggression. <laughs> <laughs> the name of Gunner's dog, she says, oh, God, who was Gunner? I have a serious memory problem. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car did Norma trade her Mercedes in for? Trick question. It was a Vespa. <laughs> Did she even watch the show? <laughs> right, she's having fun with us. <laughs> what female name does Caleb call his van? Norma. <laughs> would have been a better name. I know. He would have. <laughs> How many feet deep is a pit? Infinite. <laughs> the name of the girl that was murdered and found floating in the water? Bomb Stitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a parenthesis. Sorry. <laughs> what color was Emma's dress when she got all dolled up for work? Trick question. It was a poncho. <laughs> what was the name of boring professor's name? <laughs> Too boring to name. <laughs> the name of the sculpture chick sold. Chick is awesome. A self sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> the dinner scene in the episode Last Supper. Uh, <laughs> she sucked a napkin. She said it was Bob. <laughs> he wasn't even there. <laughs> the only one in the show that wasn't there. <laughs> and for the things on Bob's desk, she says, trick question. It was not a true negotiation. <laughs> Uh, what excuse does Chick give for doing the gun run? I am too awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How much cash did Bradley steal from her mom's house? I don't care about Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of animal pelt is Chick's wife making a bedspread out of? <laughs> Gunner's dog. Who? <laughs> How long did it take Bradley to get from Boston to Oregon? I don't care about Bradley. <laughs> the name of my Amish girl's nearly headless Marvin. <laughs> nice pulling in Harry Potter. Yep. Um, the names and breeds of family and Sue's dogs. Trick question. They are. <laughs>
knows if you're hate of Russell Crowe, right? <laughs> she, must. she has to. <laughs> you didn't like Clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Elizabeth, you win a prize. Just for that. <laughs> that was too awesome. <laughs> oh, so our other prize winners, after doing the drawing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have um, Julia, Catherine, that's you, Legata. Yay. Yay. Um, Kristen, Harold, and Iggy. Okay, so basically the jig is up. If you took time to fill out the questions, we're sending you something. Because <laughs> you're the only ones that did. Um, but then we also had, because one of the other things we said was, um, if you give us an iTunes review, we're going to give you a chance to win, right? Yeah, that was a entry. Yeah, so we have four people that left iTunes review that we don't think sent in trivia questions. But one of the things is we don't know. Cause yeah, we, we don't know. Names. We can't tell by the names. So one of them is two shoes. We have Ms. Stiltwalker. We have keys. One twenty K I E Z one twenty. And then Emily, you said there was someone in Germany that did it. Do you know what that name is? Um, her twiddle thing is Lenore. Okay. Lenore. Yes. <laughs> So, okay, so we have Lenore something, two shoes, shoes, Miss Stiltwalker, Keys 120, and Lenore. Here's what we're going to do. We just, yeah, what did we decide? The first two that send us an email? Yeah, we don't, if, okay, the first two of you, if we, okay, (laughs) if we read your name and you did not send in trivia questions, the first two that answer us back and say, I did. You win a prize. So if you're listening and you sent one of those reviews in, we named you. Or also, this includes anyone that might have left one on a foreign country one that we didn't check. (laughs) (laughs) We have to know these things. Um, You could say, hey, you missed me. I wrote one in my native country. Right. We'll just believe you. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, I will... (laughs) You can check. I check, because as long as I know the country, it's easy for me to check, but I'm not going through every country on iTunes. <laughs> anyway, so you, the first few people that write in and let us know that we read your name or whatever and you sent one in, we're going to send you something. Yep. And we you can send that to yesmotherpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and we are not restricted to the United States. Nope. Well... We'll ship. And what you're going to win is a few pieces of the fan art that Emily got from A&E for doing some trivia thing, I guess. Or survey, yeah. whatever you filled out. Yeah, I got um, 50 pieces of fan art and a guest book, a hotel guest book. Right. And then also a little piece of Bates Motel merchandise, mm-hmm. like most likely a keychain. Yep, from the Bates store. So, yeah. And I will personally select what everyone gets. (laughs) (laughs) Fun. 
Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Kat. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was fun to go back, like I said. It was. It was. I enjoyed and that. I, I say we try and put something out on the Yes Mother. Okay, once a month. What would you do? Well, we've got Psycho know. 4. We have we have Psycho 4 oh. we need to do. We have the Bates Motel made for TV movie. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. It might be fun to, like, watch... Like, do, like, an actor spotlight or something. Watch something else that Freddie Heimer's been in and talk about that. Or watch something else that Vera Farmiga's, you know, we can come up with stuff. Yeah. So, and then hopefully in the next couple months, we'll have, like, little news episodes. Like, maybe we'll start hearing more season four casting news and things like that. Yeah, I don't think we got any of that stuff until, like, the beginning of the year Mm. scenes. Well, it's already almost August. That's true. Crazy. The beginning of the year is going to be sooner than you think. Wow. Exciting. Oh. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that was fun. But, yeah, you'll be hearing from us again. This feed won't be dead. Nope. We won't let it go as long as we did no, this last definitely time. definitely not. So. I think our next right. thing we'll do is cycle four. What do you think? I think so. I'm kind of thinking we should push if we do like a whole normero episode i think we should push it to kind of as an excitement booster for the coming season like in february or something oh yeah that's another idea is there's some there's some shipper girls on twitter that emily's been i promise them a normero highlight episode that yeah kind (laughs) of we'll talk about the normero stuff their relationship through the seasons yeah and so. yeah, so I thought that would be fun because we've pretty much all but been promised that it's going to the next level next season. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty so. sure Carrie has kind of heavily implied that to be so. They, what, everything they did this season, there's no way. Yeah, it'd be weird if they didn't. It would be like really yeah. dragging it out to a yeah. stupid degree. True. I agree. Yep. So, so yeah. And my well, theory, oh, we could talk about it, I guess, when we do Nomero, but my theory is that it's going to have something to do with the fact that he killed Bob and now they have, like, a very big secret together. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Oh, I'm so excited. A murder yeah. to bond over. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think we've ever really asked. Are you you're a Normero shipper? I'm kind of thinking, Cat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love them. Right on. And I love how they're playing it. You know, super kind of slow. Yeah. You know, I love it. I think the way they're doing it, they're building it up to be just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, but I bet it happens pretty early on. I don't see him dragging it out all through season four. No, no, they. I don't think they will either. I think it's going to be a big... Because it's, it's not going to be smooth sailing <laughs> with those nope. two. So it's it's going to be a... My guess, it's going to be a interesting plot point of... It's got to be something, because I think it's way stronger on his end than hers. Yeah. But he may have been building up himself the trust that we've talked about that she's still hard to do he may have built himself up to be the ultimate 
trustworthy man she's ever had in her life. Yeah. And she just doesn't know what that even feels like. Yeah. How to recognize that, maybe. Which is going to make it all just so much more tragic and crushing when Norman they... poisons them. When they, <laughs> when they Romeo and Juliet it out of here. Yeah. <laughs> when they RJ it out. <laughs> um, I think she was feeling it. That, that next morning after the dinner... When she's laying in bed and just kind that's of right. smiling and Dylan comes yeah. in, she was thinking about Romero. True. That's the first thing she said. She's like, "Wasn't it nice that Alex was there?" You know. <laughs> yeah. She was thinking about him. And you know, the last few episodes, at least, his heart was totally on his sleeve, and it was just kind of like, "Well, yeah. <laughs> I think you're beautiful." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I think he's put himself into the position to. Be a man in her life like no other's been. This will be pretty interesting. Yep. Going to be great. I'm excited. But it's still so far it's away. still so far away. But it... Yeah. <laughs> we have It'll Buffy. Quick. It's only seven months, guys. I know. I know. And I think it's... we might be able to finish Buffy, huh? Oh, yeah. We'll be finished with Buffy for sure by then. Oh, it'll be occupying. Yep. Uh... Well, and if anyone wants to send in their thoughts on season... <clears throat> Sorry. Bubbles. <laughs> Scott would have killed me. <laughs> a bubble from hell. <laughs> it's 12.15. If anyone wants to send in their thoughts on season three, email it. It's not too late. We'll, we'll read it next time we do a recording. Yeah, for real. So, since we didn't give you much warning or anything, <laughs> or yeah. any warning, like twenty-four hours, we're recording tomorrow night <laughs> after like this three or four months, like three months. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we suck. <laughs> yep. So. Yes, mother's not dead. Nope. So, all right. Well. Till next time, chill your own ass. We were going to do a favorite character segment with this recording, but you know, we totally forgot. But who were we kidding? We all would have picked Norma. So, Yes Mother would like to dedicate this song to Norma. On behalf of James Finnegan, Officer Shelby, George Holdens, Caleb, why not let's throw in Bob Paris, Romero, and last but not least, Norman. We all love you, Norma. Sip.
it's recording a call okay good right on so we have two recording so and this Mose is extra extra vicious tonight (laughs) there are three of us that might like set them off (laughs) create some (laughs) not three <laughs> it creates some vortex that <laughs> makes him all. <laughs> you get those three right sisters together. <laughs> Should we start with Cat again? Sure. All right, hold on. What's going on over there? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Okay, scene. You've got like a little factory. Let me just finish up the Willy Wonka conveyor belt. Let me, let me finish putting the skateboard together for Dad. I'm multitasking around here, okay? <laughs> Busy girl. Well, do I have a fun fact for Kat? It's What's something that? I texted Emily a couple months ago. Um, so the guy that plays Bob Paris, what's his name, M? Kevin, Kevin Rum. Kevin Rum. Kevin Rum. He is a Mormon. Yeah, he went to BYU. He, he was a missionary BYU. and stuff, yeah. <laughs> Did you see what years he went to BYU? Uh-uh. I don't think so. He was there the years that you and I worked at 7-Eleven. No way. We might have seen. I, I would say there's a 90 to 95% chance we ring up a hot dog or something for him. Slurpee. <laughs> Slurpee, big gulp, hot dog, something. Because we were, what, two blocks from BYU campus? And the 7-Eleven that we worked at, we did more transactions per hour than any 7-Eleven in our region, which included, like, Utah, Wyoming, Idaho, Arizona, New Mexico, you know, the whole West basically we were the busiest 7-eleven and that is back in the day where you had to go in and pay for your gas yep you had to go in it was before it was 92 91 92-ish no it was after i graduated 93 94 
I was there about a year. Yes. Or so oh, yeah. There you were that. there longer. True. Yeah. So, I, I had to have started in '92 because that's when I would have turned 21. I couldn't get the job unless I was 21 because I had to work alone. You got the job because you always had to work with someone. You couldn't ring up beer. Right. Beer. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, 92 is when I would have started. So, yeah. I was in I'm sure we rang up. No <laughs> way we didn't. He and Slowhand. Do you remember him? Oh, my gosh. That Why is that so familiar to me? Was that a nickname we had for one of our customers? <laughs> he just moved so slow. He came in every day. And so... Slow ass. <laughs> five minutes to open his wallet. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Slow hand. I forgot about him. I can picture him now. <laughs> yeah, I can totally picture him. I haven't thought about him since the day I left, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I've been waiting. He's one of those celebrities that will totally tweet you back. If you mention him in a tweet, he will send a personal reply back. And so <laughs> yeah. I've had quite a few. Well, I've had quite a few of those with him, and I'm like, I totally have been like waiting for like a time to bring up. I'm like, hey, guess what? I'm a Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to ask him. Say, hey, is is there any chance that in '92 when you were going to BYU, did you go to the 7-Eleven on University <laughs> Avenue and what was it like Second North? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You do and have the said, password, Sue. <laughs> that's true, huh? And if he says I was there every night, be like, because oh, I worked at the graveyard for a long time. So, anywho. Well, we'll see if it comes up. Um, her twiddle thing is Lenore. She, I know that's not her. <laughs> well, I know that's <laughs> not her name because she's obsessed with um, Edgar Allan Poe. I don't know if you called it her twiddle thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll swim I'm to like, the zoo. <laughs> that, that was the twiddle bugs. <laughs> we'll take the family car. <laughs> no, I mixed up. Um, Twitter handle. <laughs> we'll take and I was, you. I went straight to Sesame Street. <laughs> we'll swim to the zoo. Let's take the car to the zoo. <laughs> we'll take the family car. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> Forthwith, twiddle handles. Twiddle. <laughs> Twitter handles are now twiddles. Twiddles. <laughs> okay. 